and we are back with another episode of the Hockey Princess Podcast. There will be no video this week. Sorry about that. It's because we're recording inside Krusty Old Guy's car after tonight's game against the Colorado Avalanche. <laughs> and it's a crusty old car, too. Everything's <laughs> just crusty and old. Oh, my gosh. You're so funny. Eh, well, somebody's got to be. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Um, just as a reminder, I'm going to say it multiple times throughout this uh, recording because it was pretty bad tonight. Um, yeah. Please wait for the whistle. Please wait for the whistle. The beer will still be there. The bathroom will still be there. You don't need to talk to your friends who are seated while you're standing in the aisle and, like, wonder why the people behind you are giving you death glares. It's because you're blocking the game. You're there to watch the game, not there to watch the back of your head, the side of your head, or eavesdrop on your conversation that you're having in the aisle blocking my view of the game. We'll ask your listeners, uh, what would they think if, you know, somebody just started passing out little cards that explained to everybody to wait for whistle? Would people, you know, be taken aback aback by that? If I were just like when people were going into their seat at the beginning of the game, if I just gave them, you know, like like a business card that said, please wait for whistle, do you think I'd get yelled at? I don't know. Probably, but... Okay. You like getting yelled at. I do not. Just a little bit. No, I'm old, man. (laughs) Those times are done with me. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, But yeah, please wait for the whistle. Um, Just as a reminder, make sure to hit that like and subscribe on either Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or YouTube, however you watch or listen to us ramble. Well, they're not watching I know, but in previous episodes, they were watching. Gotcha. Um, this is an exception because we're filming out of the car. Gotcha. Because we wanted to film after the Colorado game. Um, okay. Not a ton of notes in the NHL, just a little bit out of Ottawa. Ottawa has fired their head coach, um, and Jock Martin is the new interim head coach. Jock. Daniel Alfredson gets brought in to the coaching staff. Yeah, uh, Ottawa is really wet the bed this year. Which, who called that during the offseason? I don't know. That was me. That was was me. I had, oh, I certainly, I had Montreal ahead of Ottawa. And you said, Uh, you're crazy because. I wouldn't say you're crazy. Because Stutzel, they've got all these guys. And I'm like, yeah, but they've got all these guys. And guess what? They don't do anything. They don't do anything. We're Montreal. They're doing things. Oh, they're just singing Oh Canada. You know what? I mean, all of them are. But okay. anyway. Uh, yeah, Ottawa's kind of a hot mess right now. I mean, they're usually a hot mess. But it seems like they're an exceptional hot mess right now. Yes. Yes. Yes, they are. The, uh, another team like your Detroit's, like your Buffalo's, that are supposed to be making that next step. And, uh, you know, not. as teams find out on the rebuild, uh, that next step is a doozy. And that's just, you know, trying to make the playoffs. That's let alone, you know, getting into cup contention. But we'll see what happens. We'll see what yep. happens. Um, okay, we're on Lower Wacker now, in case anybody's We're wondering. on Lower Wacker. We are this recording. This is beautiful down this here. I love it. If I could just have, like, a Batman car, I would be flying all zing, zing, zing. Oh, yeah. But we just have a Dodge Dart. So, exactly. Yeah. Um, it's crusty. It's old. Sorry. 
it's quiet on the prospect front, as I explained last week. You know, college players are home for the holidays. There will be nothing to the new year. A lot of prospects are going to be in the World Juniors at the end of the month, beginning of next month, which we really don't have a ton on that since last week. Um, Ludwinski scored a couple of goals this weekend. You know, he would even score even more goals if he was still on the Team Canada roster, but that's nor here nor there. Um, Nick Lardis is a scoring machine. Lardis. Lardis. Scoring machine. You love to see it. You absolutely love to see it. Um, Because in dark days of watching the Blackhawks play the Capitals, and it's just sad, you like looking to the future. (laughs) Seeing that one day it might not be so bad. Yeah? Probably stop. Alright, I'm stopping. Um, Rockford, quiet. They've gotten out of their really, really bad slump. Um, They won against Iowa. They did lose to the Chicago Wolves in overtime over the weekend, but it seems like there's uh, whatever was going on before seems to not be as bad. At least the fire is back with the Rockford Ice Hogs. You know, they're not going to be perfect, as we say every week, but at least they didn't hate to lose this week. They at least were trying to get back into the fight of the games. Um, Boris Kachuk looks great down in Rockford, but man, it's still weird to see him down in Rockford. Yeah, Very weird. Well, it's, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's definitely notable, noticeable for Boris. Because not only did the Blackhawks not want you, but every team. Every other team in the NHL didn't want you either, Boris. So that's got to say something. I thought there might be a couple teams that would take a nibble on Boris, but I guess not. I guess I overvalue him. I mean, with a team that doesn't want to get physical whatsoever and is kind of afraid of big body players, I understand why you value Boris. Oh, yeah. Um, what was I going to say? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, should we explain in terms of like how that works? So, so Boris got put on waivers. He did. And that happens pretty much all the time when it comes to an NHL player getting sent down. Yes. Except uh, there's two ways that works. Usually if you sign your entry-level contract in your first, like, four years in the league, yeah, you're way what they call waiver-exempt, which means, like, even Lucas Reichel right now is waiver-exempt, meaning if they decide to send him down to Rockford... No other team can claim him. He's waiver-exempt. Boris, on the other hand, has been around the block enough. He's non-waiver-exempt. He's not waiver-exempt anymore, so means once he's put on waivers, any other NHL team can make a claim on him. Before they go to the AHL. Before they go to the AHL. The only um, stipulation on that claim is they can't claim him and then send him down to their farm system. They have to put him on their NHL roster. Makes sense. Sense. Makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah, so it's a little weird to see Boris there. Um, EDM's gotten a ton of ice time over the weekend. Um, not the best performance, to be honest, against the Wolves. I, I believe he was either minus three or minus four for the Chicago game, which is, I mean, I'm not going to harp on it too much because I am a big EDM fan, but I think it was just a tough weekend for him. That's all I'm going to say on that. 
Yeah, I mean, him and Nolan Allen are the ones stuck down there um, with not a lot of help. Right. They'll be playing in big-time situations. Because everybody's so, up in Chicago. Right, because, you know, you've got players that should be down there with them that are all up with the big club. So they're just trying to hold down the fort. It, right. It's going to be some growing pains for the EDM. At the end of the day, they'll do nothing but help. Oh, no, Absolutely. I, th- I think I only mention it because this is one of the first times that I've seen him. Str- like, usually it's just, like, a play or two that struggles. So, I think, I also just think he had a tough weekend. But that's okay. We love EDM. He's going to be, he's going to be great. Yeah, we're on the we're, supporting we're train. Yes, we are. I um, am, yes. Love the maestro. A little bit of a tough weekend for Camesso, but same thing as EDM. You know, it's... It's a lot of stuff that he's not used to. A lot of bodies, I'd say bodies and pucks closer to him than he's used to compared to the NCAA. The only knowledge that I know from that is going to the Michigan and Minnesota game. Everybody seems a little bit more spread out in the college level. And I don't know if it's because they can't fight or hit each other as much. And like the penalties are a lot more severe on the college level, like if they were to hit and fight compared to the AHL, so maybe that's why they're just a little bit more spread out in terms of just like overall play, but everybody's a lot closer, a lot tighter to him, so he's also going to have growing pains, but we support. Yeah, the AHL, is, it's a different animal than the yeah. uh, than college, it's just a lot more physical, and it's a lot more bigger people fighting in front of the net, so. Yeah, I will say... Um, I think with all of the call-ups in terms of Rockford, I think Jalen Lupin has been getting a lot. Well, first of all, he got his first AHL goal over the weekend, but I think he's been getting a lot more ice time and a lot more opportunity to shine, and and he did well over the weekend. He scored his first goal, correct? Yes, yeah. That's super exciting. Yeah. So that's pretty much all I have on Rockford. Okay. which uh, game first do we have? I do not know. Uh, the only other thing we have for Rockford oh, yeah. is there's a big argument in the stands tonight over how much Nolan Allen's playing on his weak side. So He's playing on his dominant. Hockey Princess seems to think that he's playing a lot on his strong side, which would be the left side, I believe, because he's a left-handed defenseman. Yeah. Uh, I'm under the impression he's playing a lot on his offside, so I guess so. Uh, and I would say that... Trust the old guy's got to start watching some more Rockford games because he really is, as you know, Hockey Princess called him out on it, saying, you haven't really watched that much, so you don't get to talk. Which I thought was pretty rude of Hockey Princess, but probably right on. I'm just saying, if he, I'm not saying that he's never played on his non-dominant side because I really don't think a defenseman has never played on the opposite side. I just think there's a difference between taking a couple of shifts on your non-dominant side and then consistently playing on your non-dominant side. I hear you. Good thing uh, Hockey Princess gave you the uh, cable package to watch Rockford. Well, you know, there's only so much hockey you can watch. I've got to do other things, you know. That's fair enough. Fair enough. I've occasionally got to Netflix and chill. That's fair. All right. (laughs) Anyway, all right, Chicago, we got Vancouver. Uh-huh. That was a lot better than... I, it wasn't great by any means, but it was definitely a lot better than I 
thought it was going to be. Um, before I forget, my three stars for Vancouver are going to be Connor Bedard, Connor Murphy, and Reese Johnson. Uh, mainly Connor Bedard for just the goal and just being excellent. Connor Murphy, mainly for the hit that he took. Or like the puck to the knee. Oh, puck to the knee, yeah. We puck didn't think to he the was knee, and then the ability to come back. But I just liked the overall gameplay. It was a hundred and ten percent effort for Murphy. Whether it was the right or the wrong, or he made mistakes, nor here nor there, the effort was there, and I think that was one of his stronger performances in terms of giving a hundred and ten percent that he's had. Um, Reese Johnson, just because. I love Reese Johnson. I don't think he's the greatest, but he pull, he tried to pull everybody into the fight, and that's what it's about. Yeah. That's he's, what he's about. Uh, yeah, I'll put a good hit on Patterson, a completely legal hit, and then, of course, you know, the door off, you know, acts like a big dumb goon and has got to go say, well, I need to fight. He's so not even he, a goon. He's a wannabe goon. Well, he's really big, so he's got to be at like six, seven. So uh, the fight wasn't anything. Uh, I mean, Reese basically went down, but got an instigator calling one of the few times this year um, where the instigator was called properly and all the uh, penalty minutes were divvied up the way they're supposed to be, which is a two, five, and a ten. Yep. I mean, two minutes for instigating. They each get five, five minutes, minutes for, for fighting. fighting. And then you throw in the extra 10 for the instigator, and he's got to go away for a long time. He's got to go think about his life and his life choices. And Yes, he couldn't make it in Calgary. And yeah. He had to whine about it. To everybody. Yeah. But hey, so um, yeah, the, I mean, we had come off of some pretty pathetic performances. So. Oh yeah, we're not even going to talk about the Seattle game. So We're not. <laughs> we're just not. That's fine by me. <laughs> um, so you get to the point where we're, you know, we're lowering expectations a little bit here. A lot. We're going in thinking, mm, so, six to uh, two, seven to one. Yeah, with the lowered expectations, they, they played a pretty gosh darn good game. Yeah. So, uh, you know, they were in it. It, it, it was a possibility. Um, it was pretty exciting at the end. So, you know, that's all I'm looking for. Yeah, it's really all that I'm looking for. I do think. Yes, occasionally you do. I think the next team that hurts one of our defensemen, though, needs to give us one in return. Okay. Yeah, it's... uh, It's sad. It's been some rough sauce. Uh, Hurt today, I believe, Tenorti was skating. Yes. I believe he took practice and was skating. I don't know about contact, though. Vlasic is skates. Vlasic skated this morning. Right, but I know that was completely by himself. Right. Um, Tenorti, I thought, went out with the practice with the team, but I don't know if he had actual a contact uh, jersey on. I don't believe he did. Interesting. So. Interesting. And Seth Jones, like we said last week, is going to be out for a while. Um, boo you, Washington Capitals, for yeah. taking out my boy. Yeah. Um, he tore and stretched some shoulder muscles. Uh, as I said, right after that hit, he just, he wasn't interested in doing anything. So, um, and Seth is a pretty tough customer. I mean, to, as, as someone who has a small history of shoulder injuries, um, I don't blame him. That stuff really hurts. 
That's what I heard. That's what I heard. Well, that's what happens when your mom throws you out of the bed, you know, and you're down on the floor. I don't know what to tell you. That's <laughs> <laughs> eh, something for another show. That's a whole different kind of show. Oh, and, you know, if your mom's listening, I was just kidding. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, anyway, where were we? I don't know. I just Vancouver like to go. Game. I'm in too good of a mood. Well, yeah, because this game was pretty great. Um, yes, Vancouver, Vancouver game. Can you remember anything else from it? No. Uh, I really cannot either. Uh, did, uh... The three guys play together in the Vancouver game. I believe that was Bedard, Lucas, and Kurashev. Yes, I because they, they screamed at the beginning of the game. Why do we have this line together? Yes. I don't like it. Uh, believe, Everyone's afraid. I believe we also went with the five forwards on the power play. I think that was the first game of the five forwards on the power play. Yeah. And which again, is stupid. Well, yeah, but when the power play is as bad as it's been and... You really don't have any defensemen. I think Luke just said, ah, the heck with it. See, occasionally, uh, you know, you got to mix it up this year just for it to be fun. I'm down for mixing it up. I just don't like the, I don't like the mentality. I think it's one thing for me to have the mentality of thinking that it's a sleeper season and everybody's checked out. I don't like having that mentality from the head coach. Well, I don't know. I don't think he's checked out. I think he's got a pulse on the team where occasionally you just, but to the the heck with it! You yeah. got a game to win. Well, you're just trying to score a power play goal. That's that 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 was your take on all of it, you know. So and again, they didn't give up a shorthanded goal. They gave Fair up enough. plenty, you know, when they had a defenseman. So. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, Colorado. Ah uh, yes, it was yes. great. It was absolutely great. Um, absolutely great. Loved it. So what we're saying is it was absolutely great. Listen, I haven't seen a win in a while. Yeah, it was, um, (laughs) uh, they played with purpose. They played, uh, uh, if everybody's looking for a crusty old guy play, what crusty gets really crusty old guy going as far as a hockey play, Blackhawks second goal was frigging beautiful. Yeah. A long stretch pass right under the stick of Donato. Donato with a nice flick off the board. Behind the defenseman. Right on stride to the beacon of hope. The beacon of hope with a look off and then a pass over to Reichel. Reichel right in the net. Perfect. Perfect play by four different players. And it was bing, bang, goal. Um, I will say, I have been not immensely impressed, but I do think Donato's had a good couple of games. Like, he didn't look, he looked solid in Vancouver, and I thought he looked pretty good tonight. Yes, I I just, and also, you know, tonight it was Lucas and Dumb in the Beacon of Hope with Donato because uh, Kershaw was was out sick. Yeah. But either way, I still believe. You need a worker B. You need somebody who does the board work, who's going to do the shit work. Ryan Donato's a player like that. So I think on your top line, you need one of those players. Colton Dock could be that in a couple of years. Colton Dock definitely could be that. He Colton's could be g- that. I'm calling it. Colton Dock playing with Bedard. 
you're definitely Let's do it. You're definitely hoping he's that way. He'll also give you a little bit more physicality. But um, you know, I'm hoping Luke saw something, and if that means Kershevs goes down to the second line or whatever. It's okay. So be it. Um, you know, give him somebody to play with on the second line, maybe. Since uh, you know, Lucas had a really good game tonight. It was a little bit of a coming out party for him also. Yeah. Um, he looked really good. He looked engaged. He made some people look very, very silly. Which we love that. Yes. Including all of the people that were on the Lucas Reichel hate train. Yes. Yes. I know I uh, definitely, I believe Manson, I uh, faked him out of his jock. And then, you know, jo- Johannesson tried to do it and he got faked out of his jock. I'm, so. I'm sending Johansson a fruit basket. Okay. For this game. I'm, I love it. Like, my guy. Yeah, there is a... Uh, Ryan Johansson is just... How he ever got that contract in Nashville, but uh, they saw one good playoff series in a decent year and thought he was the second coming. And what they didn't understand is the whole that book on Ryan him. Ryan Johansson. Right, when the going gets tough, <laughs> Ryan Johansson whines. Um, which he did again tonight. So, um, but no, it was a great game by Lucas. Yeah. Um, you know, as I told you after the first goal, um, another incredible pass by the Beacon of Hope. Um, once that guy has two other skilled forwards to play with, wow, is that going to be fun. That that is just going to be a joy to watch. Uh, reminded again tonight that the kid's just a special talent. Yeah. Uh, he's he's got it going on. Um, you had the uh, uh, Colin Blackwell coming back in, yes. taking Joy Anderson's spot on the dick line. Um, the dick line basically went up against Nate McKinnon all game. And Nate McKinnon just wet the bed. And, uh, you know, Colorado didn't score an even strength goal. They had two power play goals. They could not score on even strength. Um, the dick line shut them down. Um Again, I'm a big Nate McKinnon fan, but I've never seen him play this lazy. Um, so a possibility he's not completely healthy, I don't know. But uh, there was a lot of diving around, and there was there was an awful lot of cherry picking in, uh, between the red and the blue line where he wasn't all that eager to go back and play defense, which usually um, he's pretty good at playing a 200-foot game. So Yeah, yeah I was also <laughs> surprised. Um, and I thought Isaac Phillips played out of his mind. X, probably one of the best games that I've seen him play since the call, since like the first call up. Yeah, I, I, I don't know how this all shakes out with all of these defensemen once everybody gets healthy, but he's done his time. He's an NHL player. But the thing I is, is I don't think this shakes out by the end of the season. Either way, I, I'm hoping he's up here the rest of the year. He deserves yeah. to be up here the rest of the year. Um, you know, I am not a big Roos fan. Um, he looked really good without the puck. Um, and what I mean by that, as a defenseman, when you're in your own end, you know, the objective is to make a little pick for your other defenseman as the forecheck's coming in. Roos did that really well tonight, Mm -hmm. um, which the Blackhawks do not do a lot of. Um, the old Detroit teams were famous for it. You watch any good team, defensive teams, and that's what they do. 
you know, they, it's nothing egregious. Egregious? Yeah, that too. Um, but it's enough to get in the person's way without get, getting a penalty called on you. thought Roos did a really good job with that tonight. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, Morazic stood on his head. He, <laughs> yeah, he did. He, he played out of his mind again. <laughs> you know, I'm going to be sad to see him go with the trade deadline. Maybe he won't. May, yeah, well, they, they might just decide that they don't want to, but I think you at least get a second-round pick for him, so I think you'd... You'd be foolish not to. <coughs> um, but yeah, I, I, it's uh, probably the most yelling I've done at a game all year. Yeah. Uh, I was very vocal. I got a lot of good primal scream therapy, so I, I feel better. Yeah, I do. I feel, feel more better. in touch with my sonner, you know, which is nice because this is my therapy. Yeah, this is, our, it says a lot that this is our therapy. <laughs> Well, yeah, I, you know, I was told by people a long, long time ago. And then they're like, okay, so for you to decompress, you drive yourself nuts watching a hockey game. Yeah. Probably not the best thing to do, but it seems to work for me. So we'll go with it. Yeah. Um, three stars for me, personally. Well, who else would it be? Third star, Morazic, because as you said, he stood on his head. Um, I don't know what was going on with him last year. But I love the Morazic of this year. He must year. be completely healthy. Knock, better knock on wood, no. Better knock on wood because I don't want Jackson Stauber up. Um, not that I don't like Jackson Stauber. I do. They're just babies down in Rockford. They should stay there. Um, Morazic stood on his head. Second goes to Isaac Phillips because, yeah, he played out of his mind. Um, I think he was one of the better defensemen this game and like I said I think this is the best that I've seen him play this season in terms of playing in Chicago um I mean because Rockford he's getting top line minutes anyways so but I think I thought he looked great and first star um because the Blackhawks or whoever does the actual third star at the game denied him which is stupid because this was his game he was the main character in this game and that's Lucas Reichel. Yeah, I don't know if he was the main character, but he was definitely one of the characters, definitely deserving of a star. And uh, the most complete game we've seen him play this year. Yeah. Um, and, Dare you know, I say, he was starting to get a little physical. Right. You, just, just you don't have to get incredibly physical, but you got to stick your nose in there. You've got to attempt to finish your checks. It's all part of the game. And you get more involved, more invested in it. Um, you know, we've been pretty animate on this show for telling people to slow their roll. It takes time. He's, he's still just a kid. I think he's 21, right? Kids take time to develop. It, it, it takes a little while to play in these leagues. These are big fucking men that want to hurt you. So it's... You know, it's going to take a while. And just because he had this game doesn't mean it's all then behind him. I don't think so. It's going to be a learning year. I, and I don't know, I could be wrong. But <laughs> I think a lot, the NHL got a lot of new fans when Connor Bedard was drafted. I believe. Um, a lot I of people have... became more interested either in the narrative or they just hopped onto the Chicago wagon yes. sort of situation. There's a lot more people watching than there were last year. And a lot of that has to do with Connor Bernard. Yes. So, but I will say 
the the with Connor jumping from juniors to the NHL and get and getting a lot of people who maybe haven't watched hockey before, haven't watched a ton of it, might give a fan, new fans the expectation of you're just supposed to immediately be great because Connor does it. Yeah. So you should too. And that's not the case. Connor is special. Connor is different. It is normal for kids to take years. Yes. That is normal. Connor is not normal. Yes. Lucas developing at this pace is okay. Yeah, and um, you know, you've gotten Am I wrong in thinking that? No, and um uh Connor has a lot of there's a lot of young fan base in Canada that watched him throughout his whole junior career. And then became Blackhawk fans just because that's where he went. Yeah. Wherever he was going to go, they were jumping on that bandwagon because they love watching the kid play. Who doesn't? Um, and then you have your fan base here that, you know, has been pretty spoiled with it. Um, you know, Patrick Kane came straight in and played. Yeah. It doesn't happen. Debrinket came straight in. Right. And played. I believe you even had an Andrew Shaw. That came straight in and played, <laughs> which the Shaw one is just weird, but it just doesn't happen very often. We, the league right now is three players, I think, from this year's draft that are playing the top three. That's it. I don't think anybody else is playing. Um, and as you pointed out to me today, Fantilli was the the third pick is now being bumped down to the fourth line in uh, Columbus. So. It, it's a hardly guess. You're not. It's not the way it usually works. Right. The expectation for how kids are developing should not be Connor Bedard, because it's no. not going to happen. No, and just like uh, I guess we should get into it a tiny bit. Yeah. Um, Korczynski, um Yeah. Number one on this show, we don't like the outside noise. So uh, when they said family matters. Um, it's nothing that we thought we should be talking about. Then we found it's not our business. We found out exactly what the family matter, matter was, and then we're like, it's still not our business to talk about it until the Hawks at least come out with a presser on it. Yep. Um, then we found out that, uh, of course, father passed away. It was pretty sudden. Yep. I believe he was either fifty-eight or fifty-nine. Um, so that was the family matter. So he just went home. I also would assume he doesn't come back to the Hawks until the beginning of the new year. Which um, that I, is... I'm sure they've told him to take as much time as he wants. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure with the holidays and everything else, they're Kids just like... has got to be home. Yeah, yeah, you're just better off having it at home. And so yeah. you also look at Korczynski. You don't expect much out of him either. The only reason he's playing with the Hawks... Is because they didn't have the option to send him to Rockford. Right. If they had the option to send him to Rockford, that's where he would have been playing. Yeah. Um, so it just, you know, for the most part, as, as we're going through this rebuild process, best way to gauge it is when you start evaluating the talent after their entry-level contract is when I think I have, well, the right. 
That sounds very entitled. Enough time I, has passed. Enough where time you has passed. Have where, enough footage on them to see well, how they've been progressing. Right. I, I then will. I will then start to pick apart gamers. I said with core. There's good. There's bad. They're ugly. I leave it at that. He's, he's a kid. just. He's he's nineteen. Yeah. Lucas the same way. Now come next year, you know Lucas will have gotten a year and a half in the league. Now, now you need you need to start producing more. Um, so that, that's probably a good gauge for everyone. Is after that entry level contract, so they all sign a three year contract to start. After that guy is when you need to start seeing progress, yeah. and you need to see it on the NHL level. So, yeah. um, what were we talking about that we went off into the court? Oh, just. Take it easy on the prospects, right? Take it easy on the prospects. Uh, the expectation should not be Connor Bernard. Yeah. yeah, it's just... It, it takes time. It, it's... it's. I, this is the first year, actually, I, a while, in a while, that there's been three that have been playing right off the get-go anyway. So, yeah. uh, I mean, even also, I mean, Johnny had a year. Yes. Yeah, Johnny went to... Johnny play. wasn't an immediate either. No. It's not normal. It's great. Right. I love right. it for us. Right. But it shouldn't be the expectation. You're here. You should be producing right. incredible things. No, you're a kid. Right. Even you should be learning. Johnny came here and did incredible things. Right. After just one year in college. and Yeah. Well, we're pretty spoiled. We are really um, spoiled. Hawks fans are spoiled. Yes. Thank you, St. Louis, for whoever you took at number two that year. Appreciate it. <laughs> uh, so what else did you want to... I'm just very happy. I made fantastic time up north. Yeah, so really, really did. Yeah, um, I really, well, really did. we've got a little bit of time. We got a little bit of time, okay. I thought we could do kind of like a playoff 101, just how in terms of like the bra- like bracket and everything, how okay. it works. All right. All right, so playoffs uh-huh. happen at the end of the season. It's the top 16. The rest of them get put into the lottery for the draft, as we've talked about during our many episodes for the well, draft. Well, it's not the top 16. It's the top... Eight from er, each conference. What do you mean? It's not the top 16 the teams. the rest of them. Hmm? No, in oh. terms of, like... The oh, you're talking that the draft. Are, right. I'm saying that the ones that don't make it to the playoffs, those are the ones in the lottery. Correct. Yeah. But you could only move up 10 spots. Could, right. We're not talking about the draft. I'm talking about Okay, sorry. Playoffs. I'm but. really messing you over, aren't I? It's because you're on your phone texting. I am. <laughs> you know, somebody said, great game. You know, that was, and I said, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Sorry. I, yeah, I went to the phone. You went to the phone. I was going to go and look up. You know, where everybody's at playoff-wise and help you out, and I'm just been a hindrance. That's okay. That's okay. Yeah, so it's the it's eight from each conference. Um, as we've said before, there's the Western Conference and the Eastern Conference. Then it gets broken down. So you've got the top three from each division, and then you have two wild cards, which are essentially just like the next two in points. Used to make a lot more sense when I was younger that it was, you know, just four and four. But, you know, Gary Bettman likes to make things weird. Um, So in the West, what do we have right now? 
In the West, well, we've got two conferences, right? Yep. Or we got three. We have two. Okay. We have a Central. And Pacific. And Pacific. So in the Central, we got Dallas, Colorado, and Winnipeg. Right. And then in the Pacific, we have Vegas, Vancouver. Which is weird. Mm-hmm. And the Kings. Which, the, the Pacific's just weird. And then we have the, who's in our wild card? The In the wild card right now is your Nashville Predators and your Arizona Coyotes. But again, it's early. Right. You, you've got some teams that have played 33 games, some teams that have played 29. Uh, you know, basically, in the West, everything is shaking out the way you kind of figured. I don't know. I think we're saving that for maybe our next show or the show after where we start looking at our picks and see how we're doing. See how we're doing. Yeah, we'll do that next week. But so for the West, so one will play one of the wild cards, and it just depends on which number one has the highest points. Yes. One will play one of the wild cards, and then two and three play each other. Yes, from uh, the division. Yes. Yes. So, um, and as a hockey princess was stating, she was used to, before it would be just the Western Conference, the top eight teams would play each other. One would play eight, two would play seven, irregardless of what division they were in. I liked that so much more. And uh, Gary (laughs) Bettman trying to make it more of a rivalry thing. Um, you get good rivalries from playing the same teams, you know, we in the hate playoffs. Nashville so much, right? Nashville was a big one that we always played, anyways, and we always played Vancouver too. Yeah, a good amount, and they were in the Pacific. Yeah, so I, you were still able to do it. I don't know why he went this route. Gary Bettman's a weird dude. Yeah. Um, so that happens. That's going to happen for all divisions. Yes, and then the winner. Out of each of those, but you're still staying on your respective conferences. West is not playing East till mid-June. Correct. So the winners from those pairings are going to play each other for the second round. Yes. And that's when we would play Vancouver a lot. Yeah, it's just like uh, any other 16-team bracket. You know, if any of your listeners watch college basketball and fill out their brackets. It just goes, but up, It's the same kind of bracket. Um... You know, the big thing with uh, hockey is home ice. You, you want to be playing at home for that game seven. It is <clears throat> best of seven. Correct. Everything is the best of seven. I believe other sports, they have like a best of five for their first round or whatever. Hockey does not do that. Um, it's just a straight up the eight teams. You know, and then you carry on. Um, everything gets reshifted. So if you were a wild card team and then you beat the number one seed, you will still be on the road playing either the two or three yeah. from the division. So um, everything re-slots. It's not an exact <clears throat> best way to explain it again would be the college basketball where your bracket stays the same. Your brackets can move up and down depending on who wins the games? Everybody gets re- reseeded is the best way to say it. Mm-hmm. So your top team still plays your bottom team out of the four. Yep. So, 
I'm hoping that made sense to people. You can, <laughs> we'll have you, a, you can do an Instagram thing or whatever and draw like stuff and do like a whole Pictionary thing. You know? Fair enough, fair enough. So yeah, it is best of seven. Um, usually they'll play every other night. It's not really back-to-back. In terms of like, you know, Hawks playing Nashville, they're not playing back-to-back typically. Typically it's game one, off night, game two, off night, game three. Yeah. Sometimes there's a little bit more just depending on scheduling, but I don't think I've ever seen it where it's game one and two are back-to-back. Not game one and two. I've seen like five and six. Right. But it's not usual. It's not usual, no. Um, But uh, again, like anything else, you know, you've got your L.A.'s, your Chicago's. A lot of these arenas got a million and other things going on, and they've got another sport there. Yeah. So, you know, it's hard to gauge all this stuff. But ideally, you know, you just, you want the every other day. So, you know, one hardcore night of hockey, and then we, we rest. And then we, we scout other teams if we ever go to the playoffs again. We ever do. One day with the beacon of hope we will. I say I really do. I think first round is definitely probably my favorite when we're not in it. Um, just because it's so many games in a night. And they're all just stacked, and you can just watch hockey back to back to back to back to back. It's quite fun. Yeah, and uh, you know, it makes, makes you realize what good hockey is like. Yes, <laughs> it makes you realize what good hockey is, and again, the physicality really uh, turns up. Uh, things are let go a little bit more, and everything gets pretty gosh darn physical. And um, you know, hockey's a sport. Well, one of the reasons I love it so much just grit and determination. It might get you, it'll get you a round or two. Yeah. Where most of the other sports, it's just flat out talent. You kind of know where everybody's going to go. You know, maybe not for the finals, but you know, these most, it's hard to get an upset in the first round. In hockey, we get at least one upset, usually two or three in the first round. Yeah. I think Seattle was the, one of the big ones. Seattle, Seattle beat Colorado last year. Yeah. Florida. Yeah, Florida beat the Big Bad Bruins. It's just, all you got to do is get in. Um, and then you, you just got to gel. It's game. Yeah, and uh, of course, goaltending can take over. <laughs> I will uh, say the other big thing in terms of differences between regular season and playoffs, the shootout does not exist. Oh, yes. Yes, all the Overtime words. Overtime will just keep going and going and going. Yes. So uh, everything stays five on five. We don't go to the three people, uh, which means, you know, you might be at a game for like five hours. You might be there for two games. So occasionally, yeah, I didn't, we didn't finish up till one o'clock. I had to be at work at five. It was not good. Not good. Not good. I don't know how I did it. Well, it's probably just determination. Yeah, I yeah exactly. I'm a gamer. <laughs> there's no there's no doubt about that. What were we gonna do? Leave early? <laughs> yeah, we were yeah. playing Boston. Yeah, that's uh, something you don't do. So, uh, yeah, uh, playoffs is a beautiful time. It'll be a little while before the Hawks get there, but uh, I still yeah. think it's fun to watch. Like even when your team's not in it. Oh heck yeah! It's still fun to watch, and I think. Watching the playoffs gave me a greater understanding of, like, other talented players in the league. Yes. Yes, most definitely. And, you know, for your new watchers, um, you know, I, I suggested highly, you know, watch some of the first round. Maybe pick a team from the East, team from the West that you kind of want to 
get into and watch a good amount of their games and uh, see what that ride's kind of like. But uh, there's nothing like playoff hockey. It's, uh, it is unbelievably entertaining. Yeah. So, I miss it. I, yeah, I miss it. And, you know, oh, well, I'll miss it some longer. It's okay. It's okay. Hey, thanks, man. I was about to cry there, so you really <laughs> pulled me out of it. All right. Got anything else for this week? No, I'm on cloud nine. Uh, you know, That's we got to drive back from a uh, from a great game. Uh, hopefully, the Hawks in usual Hawk fan fashion. Now that we got the Habs coming, you know, which is a team that isn't all that great. Uh, hopefully, they don't they don't lay a stinker then. Yeah, hopefully. All right. Um, and uh, Merry right. Christmas, Happy Holidays, happy whatever holidays. you whatever you celebrate, celebrate it with all of your loved ones. Everybody, stay safe. All right, and just as another reminder, please wait for the whistle. Do not get up while the puck's in play. The beer will still be there. The bathroom will still be there. The food will still be there. Make right, sure. hit that smash, like, whatever. Those There's buttons. There's thumbs. Yep. Tell your friends, neighbors, coworkers, people walking down the street. Say, uh, hey, watch some hockey. Reach out to that old friend that you haven't talked to in forever and said, hey, I've got a show for you. Exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. Exactly. And if you have any questions, comments, you want to be on an episode with me and crusty old guy, feel free to send us a message on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, or you can email us at thehockeyprincess at gmail.com. That is it for us this week. We will talk at you guys next week.